I'm Jacob. I've seen Lost seven times. I'm Jack. I've never seen Lost before. Jack's about to watch all of Lost for the first time. For Hello, welcome to the Lost Boys podcast with you every step of the way. It's me, Jacob Stolworthy. And me, Jack Shepard. We have watched the season two finale. boop da doo I don't know what I was doing there, <laughs> but heralding the fact that Jack has now seen two seasons of Lost. Two whole seasons. Two whole seasons of Lost. That's a lot of TV. This is huge. It's a lot of TV. That's 50 episodes almost. Yeah, so this is 48 and 49. 48. Number. Early number. No, that's... 48 is not a number, is it? Four and eight. Four and eight. Yeah. See, I always think 48 is a number. Off topic. Not off topic. This is Lost. No, this is really on topic. I always think 48 is <laughs> a number. I think I am not 42. I think it's 48. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. You accidentally did a little tweet out, didn't you? Another I 48. did. I tweeted 48. That was I me. Damage control. Obviously, it wasn't you. You were like, oh, no, it's not you. <laughs> anyway, we have watched Live Together, Die Alone. Parts one and two. We watched them back to back, didn't we? As it was aired originally. As it apparently. was aired originally. Um... And uh, pretending I knew that. That's <laughs> it. Turns out you watched it all along. Oh, uh, yeah, I was there the whole time. And uh, people wonder why my guesses are so accurate. To be fair, I think something is found out in this episode that you have guessed before, but I don't think you remember guessing it because I looked at you and you didn't really look at me with much recognition. Okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get <laughs> okay, there. but it's quite funny how you <laughs> kind of guessed it and then forgotten that you guessed it. Um, okay, live together, die alone, Jack Shepard. Real life, Jack Shepard, your views on the season two finale. Oh, go. Uh, I really enjoyed it until the end. Oh, my God. Until until that bittersweet end. Oh, God. I really hated, really, dis- really, really disliked the very last bit with Penny. That's Penny. her name, right? That is her name. With, with her getting a phone call from the Antarctic. Mm-hmm. I really disliked that. Really? I also didn't like Charlie and Claire getting the emotional like send-off for the season. Yeah. Completely undeserved. Oh. So I don't like... Both those things I didn't like. Yeah. The rest of the episode I thought was banging. Okay. I thought, like, I fucking... I already love Desmond. I think he's a great <laughs> character. You're right. He's I think in the they boat. did, you know, an incredible job with the flashbacks with him. I think it was so good. mm but yeah, just that end bit. It left me on a it left me on a sour note afterwards. But thinking back to it, like I I did really, really enjoy both episodes. You you were beaming throughout. You were looking at me like, oh my god, like a, a lot of moments. Yeah, it was big. Yeah, it was, it was good. big. Um They started writing it four weeks before filming commenced. It's quite impressive, isn't it? Only four. Yeah. Wow. I know. It took them just over two weeks to film. They had two units. And the ending, that the ending that you hate so much was filmed just five days before because the ending was actually going to be different. Oh, what was the ending going to be? Should we get to it later? Okay, we'll get to okay. it later. AKA, we'll, well, we'll get to it later, but it's worse. It's worse. It's. I actually quite like the way this ends, but we'll get to my views on it because no one really gives a shit about my views. But we'll get to my views on it because I don't love it, but there's a reason why, you know. I do, do you like really it. like this episode? Um, I really like this finale, but I've said to you before, it's probably my least favourite finale of all the finales. Okay. Um, But that's not because it's bad. It's just because I think, um, I think it's the least memorable. Yeah. 
But it's probably one of the ones I've watched the most. I remember when this aired. You've watched it the most? Well, when this aired, right, I, um, a week later, I went on a, a school trip to France. And Where was, in France? Oh, it was like Normandy. <laughs> and it was a whole bunch of us. And it was the time of portable DVD players. And my uncle had burnt the, the finale onto a disc. And I just like watched it about eight times on this trip. And I had like people behind me like watching. It was ridiculous. I bet they all thought you were really cool. Yep. Yep, they did. <laughs> yep, they did. It was a real live together die alone moment, actually. You oh. could have applied that 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 so... term to this entire trip of me watching yeah. Lost, them around me, and then they all leave and it's just me watching Lost. Um cool. Yeah, so like a, <laughs> a few things. Um the uh, Desmond's on the boat, which you completely guessed. Um, I knew it. You did know that. And some fun things. I think they know you know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think they, they know you know because they don't really, they don't hold back on that surprise. You hear him shouting. You, yeah, you hear him first. And yeah. you go like, oh, it's Desmond. And it doesn't do like a drawn out like, <gasps> and then it shows you, it shows you him down there. Unless it's just, unless they really thought it was going to be a big surprise. <laughs> they just did it really Damn badly. It. Brother, they're like they're, they're completely that? forgotten about this guy. They were like, "It's it's Scott's the biggest return of Scott." <laughs> um, yeah, so Doctor Ask, yeah, <laughs> Doctor Ask, who gets name check? Gets a name check. Um, Desmond's when he sees Jack, he repeats Jack's line at him. You, he says, <laughs> that big line. You, <laughs> <laughs> that now very big Netflix TV show. You. <laughs> <laughs> But you remember we 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 heard Jack say that about eight times in the in the first three episodes. Yeah, it just kept ending with that moment. I bloody I bloody told you last episode. I said I said it it rhymes. It like you know they always do the finale and the opening episode. They have to have like their symmetry between. Well, like circular narrative almost. Yeah, exactly. There's That's definitely how TV works. Well, there's definitely a lot of parallels from this finale to last. Um, season's finale, namely in the fact that there's just yet another explosion with dynamite at the hatch. At the hatch. Um, yep. Which we will get to. Um, let's deal with the, the Desmondo stuff first. Let's talk Desmond. Should we talk Desmond? Yeah. Because it is probably the best part of, of yeah. the episode. Um, so yeah, he says you, which isn't the first example of someone repeating a line at another character, by the way, but we shall get to that because it does tie in. Um, if you can think of what that might be, I will be impressed. Just bring it up as and when. Okay. Cool. Um, so, uh, yeah, Desmond, We he, he gets on the island. He's pissed. Absolutely pissed. Dude he's loves a drink. Rat ass. He loves a drink, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Some great drunk acting from Henry Ian Cusick, actually. He, yeah, he does a great job. He was nominated for Outstanding Guest Star. Was he? Yeah, an Emmy. He didn't well, win. Also, he looks way better with the long hair on the island. Looks, oh yeah, your short hair in the flashbacks. In the flashbacks, I'm just like in the flashbacks. He looks alright on the island. It's just like I get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we get it. We do get it. We do get it. Come on, we can appreciate that. Um, so this is the first flashback episode of someone who's not on the plane. How do you feel about that? Oh, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see it being a Desmond flashback episode for sure. I'm. Sh- yeah, but you're pleasantly big. surprised. Oh, I was really surprised. Yeah. I was, 
pleasantly surprised, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was nice. It was good. Yeah, it is good, isn't it? And they're good flashbacks. God, you know what? They are really, really, really banging flashbacks, actually. Mm. The fact that they wrote that, or that hadn't been written four weeks before, that's really impressive how they pulled that off. Yeah, but I imagine... And they, it's Damon and Carlton. They had the backstory, obviously. Yeah. Because they've we've seen Penny before. We photograph. Photo of Penny. Well, they had to change it for the DVD. It was actually a different photo when it first went out. Really? Yeah. But then when they cast Sonia Welger, whose British accent you were mugging off, despite the fact that Sonia Welger is British. I mean, it's very... She's just posh, man. It's very, yes. Posher than... I think when people are posher than people I've met, yeah, then I'm just like yeah. immediately put off. She absolutely would live around here where we are right now. Oh, what, in Kensington? Yeah. Yeah, we are in the... Desmond! The Queen's Garden, aren't we? It's yeah. like... Sonia oh. Welger um, does her own podcast, by the way. Does she? Yeah, we should... I, I'd like her. I want to get her on. Guest star. Yeah, Sonia. Um, she's... Uh, I like Penny, though. She's chasing her love. Okay, so look. You have Sun and Jin. Yeah. You have... I mean, you tell me. Charlie, Charlie Claire. Claire. <laughs> Jack Kate slash Sawyer. Sawyer's not in the game right no. now. No. Could have been a lock and OC. You were shipping that <laughs> once upon a time. <laughs> <laughs> but we have Desmond and we have Penny. Desmond and Penny. You yeah. know, so Penny just seems to be spending all, you know, she f- loves the guy because she's spending all her life bloody waiting for him or looking for him or whatever. Because uh, he was in prison, right? He was discharged from the uh, Royal Scots Army. Yes. Um, we find out his name is Desmond Hume, which is the name of a philosopher, an 18th century philosopher. Do you know the name of uh, another philosopher who's on the show? No. John Locke. Oh, John Locke. Yeah. Yeah. And Rousseau is also. Anyway, they love their philosophers. I know. I, I studied philosophy oh, well, at you t- university. Well, then the mic is handed over to you. No, we're sir. not talking about it. I, <laughs> yeah. What did Desmond Hume do? I have no idea. Because I don't know. I could go into it. I don't know. All I know is that Locke was a big inspiration, which kind of sets this episode up nicely because Locke kind of convinces Desmond that perhaps what he was doing in the hatch all along mattered. Didn't matter. Didn't matter uh, based on what he saw in the pearl. And Desmond is very quick to just go, okay. Well, he kind of gets it, doesn't he? Mm. As we learn in the flashbacks. Yeah, so let's talk about... Which feed into the episode well. Let's talk about how Desmond got to the island. Literally how. We know he went on a race around the world, but he's... He gets given a boat. When did the penny drop for you? Oh, well, there the was... The penny a... drop. Uh, and it was Libby. And it was Libby. Yeah, a nice little a little cameo for Libby. Yeah. So she gives him her husband's... <laughs> in a rather kind of... Like, very generous manner. Very generous. Also, she's got shit hair. Oh, leave her alone. She's got terrible hair. Leave her alone. In the, what, in this bit when it's like straight and fringe? Straight and fringe. She's got some, she's got some ginger bangs going on. Well, so how did she get from here from the mental asylum? Well, look. What is going on? Well, we know that she had a husband called David who died, who had a boat that he named after her called the Elizabeth. David, like Dave, like Hugo's Dave. It's funny, isn't it? Hello. Hey, I'm glad you're thinking. You're thinking. Your mind's working. I just want to know how this that storyline's ever going to tie up. <laughs> also she buys Desmond the fucking biggest coffee I've ever seen in my life it's so tall yeah for like two dollars as well it's four bucks because it's a number number. 
Yeah. A lot of numbers going on. There is, oh, mate, the number, I was getting flipping knocked out by the numbers in this one. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have a whole half an hour of number watch in a bit. Great. But anyway, she takes, she she does it. She uh, she gives she gives him the money because the boat's there. It's quite poignant, quite nice, and it's quite ironic that Libby's boat crashes her own funeral. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very good. Didn't need that. It makes you think, I want to come up with a story of why I need loads of money and just go to a coffee shop and be like, don't suppose you have another 180,000 of them, do you? Well, and just and just in the hope that someone just goes, yeah, actually, do. yeah, I do. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Anyway, what would you spend that on? What, $180,000? Yeah. Well, he, he, he has... Put down a deposit for a house. For him, know. I think it's, what is it, 142,000? I don't know. Is I just plucked number? out a number. Must be, it probably is a number. Yeah. Anyway, it's quite Good knowledge, reason. Jacob. You were supposed to have watched this nine times. You're supposed <laughs> to know this stuff. I think it is 142. I mean, when we get to number watch, I will. I can, I can verify whether it's 142. Um, one other thing we learned about Desmond is that he's got a book that he wants it to be the last book he ever reads. Oh, Dickens. Charles Dickens, Our Mutual Friend. Read it? No, I haven't. Nor have I. The- Nor has Desmond. Neither. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's not like high up on the must-read Dickens books, is it? Uh, no, I think it might be his last book. Actually, I, I, I don't know, but it's not high up. But for me, after this, it was. But I don't know why I've never watched it. Watched it, read watched it. it right. um, but yeah, it, it ends up saving his life later down the line. He does go to read it, doesn't he, in the hatch? But then he finds the photo of him and Penny and with the note on it, and blah, 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 blah. But we are jumping the gun. Um, he goes on the race around the world, but before that, he. Um, oh, so he meets Charles Widmore, who is Penelope's dad, dickhead dad. Yet another dickhead dad on the show. Another one. Trying um, to ruin true love. Trying to ruin true love. Not letting letters from our boy Desmond get to Penny. That's like the worst move. That is such a bad move. It's million dollar baby shit. <laughs> That's awful. It's awful. I hate that. It just kills me. All that wasted effort of writing those letters. Uh, but yet Penny comes to find Desmond when he's training for his race around the world. And one fateful evening, he hits up a stadium where he does a run. And we know that because... Jack's in the background. And also we saw with it. shit hair. <laughs> Jack with his terrible <laughs> hair. And we also saw it in the premiere episode. We did. So it's a return that to rhythm, that. baby. No. Almost like they planned it. <laughs> but I love only that. Only four weeks before. They only planned it then. Yeah. Idiot. They did. No, I they didn't. Well, they didn't plan it then, but they wrote it then. Yeah, but they would have had all the structure. They would have had everything. But it's nice for it to be tied up and makes it feel like it's believable. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, it's still... Doesn't explain why Desmond was quite so weird to Jack when they actually spoke. I got to lift it up mm. and all that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You think you're like all that foreshadowing kind of. Yeah, you think Desmond's going to be some mystical person. He's not. He's not. He's just another guy. He's just a guy who wants to get his honor back. As he keeps saying. Yeah. Um, Penny, a bit of foreshadowing with a lot of, lot of uh, time, a lot of money. A lot of effort or whatever, you can find anyone. Yeah. It's cool. Because at the end, when they're like, I think we found it, she's like, boom, vindication. Uh-huh. To my earlier line. I don't know. Maybe they're not talking about the island, they're talking about something else. But <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, I hate that, that post credit scene. I know you do. Um, She loves him. Don't we all? Yeah, to be fair, we do. Yeah, that's a, there's nothing else to be said about that. <laughs> All we really need to survive is one person who truly loves us. And you have her. I will wait for you. 
always. I love you. I love you, Penny. We all right, loved. Well, what was the point? And we point? all love Desmond. All over this Ooh. podcast. <laughs> I feel it's like still. does that advert translate to to American people? Probably not. I can't even. What's it for? Clover. Clover butter. Margarine. Sorry. Margarine. Well, butter. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I bet he gets some Dharma clover sent to the hatch. What he did. Anyway. Well, you get sent Dharma stuff, I hear. Well, you had Dharma stuff. No, I had the key. Homemade Dharma stuff. Oh, my God, yeah. My sister called me out for this today on Twitter. I think a lot of people have seen it. But, yeah, have we spoken about the homemade Dharma crisps and bottled water? I am not sure we have. I just printed off the labels and stuck it on the these things and then and <laughs> ate from it. <laughs> Drunk from it. <laughs> Did you feel like you were in the show? In the hatch? Don't know what I felt then, but right now I feel ashamed. <laughs> Somewhat. <laughs> yeah, I do. It's kind of awful, isn't it? That's the kind of stuff that at your wedding is going to come out. It'll be a lost-themed wedding. The other day, Saf, because I'm currently watching the Battlestar Galactica, but I'm also watching... <laughs> right, okay. Because it's on Amazon Prime for free, and I hear it's very good. And it was in the New Yorker's 10, 20 best TV shows since The Sopranos, which Lost and The Leftovers were also on. Um, and I'm watching The Office also... And Dwight, who's played by Rain Wilson, is obviously a big time nerd, and he keeps getting the the shit ripped out of him for being a big fan of Battlestar Galactica and Lost. <laughs> and whenever I see these jokes, I'm like, "Oh God!" So my girlfriend the other day, she's like, "You're a bit of a nerd, aren't you?" I didn't, didn't realise this about you. You're a bit of a nerd. I was like, N- "Yeah, yeah, You're a I complete am. nerd, absolute nerd." He walks among us. <laughs> anyway, I uh, he crashes in a very dramatic. Who, Dwight? No, uh, Desmond, the Desmond. other D. He crashes in a very dramatic uh, water scene. Yes, he does. They're just like, it, it's like they're literally just throwing buckets of water and shooting tanks <laughs> yeah. of water in poor Henry and Cusick's face. But he had a real cold after that. Good acting, though. Good acting. And then he, in a, in a trippy sequence, we see a man in a yellow hazmat suit. Well, I say a man, could have been a woman. <laughs> very sexist of me to assume that was a man. But anyway, it is a man. <laughs> it is a man because we find it out. And we find it out. And I was very happy to know that Jack knew who this man was. He recognised this man. Who was this man, Jack? He was um, Saeed's, the guy who bossed Saeed around. Yeah, the guy who basically who got created Saeed to... Saeed's fate. Yeah, he tortured Saeed. He got Saeed to torture the other guy. Yeah, so he worked for the, he worked uh, in the Gulf War with Saeed and got him to torture people. Um, and somehow he signed up for the Dharma Initiative and ended up in the hatch with a guy called Rudzinski. It's information overload this, isn't it? It's a lot. So should we do bullet points quick? Go on then. So he ends up on in the hatch. Rudzinski, as Desmond said, Kelvin types the numbers. What did you do? What are you doing? It's just saving the world, he says. Rudzinski was his partner, ended up killing himself. Just saving the world, that's come up before. Yeah, Desmond tells Desmond said that, them that in the first episode. Yeah. Says that. Yeah. Thank you. And then we see it and it's like, oh, he's a reliable, reliable witness. That happened. Yeah. It actually happened. It's good. Um Desmond doesn't leave for two years. He stays in the for two years because Kelvin claims it as an infection. Like Charlie showed Claire last week, he administers shots every nine days, which we see Desmond tell Claire. 
waste of time. Don't bother. Uh, because one day, Kelvin leaves and Desmond follows him because he notices a little little rip, rip in his suit. A rip he? in his hazmat suit. Yeah, and he follows him. Um, what do you think of the whole Ke- Kelvin thing? It's very manipulative, keeping Desmond down there for two years. And fixing his boat up. While fixing the boat up. just so It's just so he can leave, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so he does this thing, well, he does this thing where Desmond follows him and he, just because Desmond happens to follow him, he's like, should both go? But clearly he wasn't going to tell Desmond he was going to leave him down there to push the button. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's real horrible stuff. Yeah. Yeah. See that brown stain there? That's Radzinski. He put a shotgun in his mouth when I was asleep. The bitch of it was I only had 108 minutes to bury the poor bastard. But Calvin does teach Desmond a few uh, fun things. He tells he teaches them how to fake the blast doors coming down. Yeah, which comes in handy for the uh, for locks requirements in this episode. It's a good job he taught him that. Very good job. In the same episode, he needed to learn. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well. It's almost like they wrote it. <laughs> um, he's also the guy responsible for like the murals on the wall, the tally, and all this and that, and also the blast door map that Lock sees. How does he? Why? Is he, how does he know that? Good question. So he got assuming because Radzinski told him, and he got roped into the Dharma Initiative. He didn't really know up. what he was doing, and then he kept it going, and then was trying to find a way to escape. I'm guessing he they just like paid him to do it. Mm. They probably sold him a lie. Yeah, probably said, "Oh, you got to be here for a year." Yeah. Take part in a little experiment. We'll give you a lot of money. Yeah, but th- would they have said it's an experiment? No. Uh, I guess maybe not. Yeah, just, just so like you got to save save the world, probably save the world. I don't understand why they don't. You know, in the Simpsons, when Homer has he works at home because he gets so fat that he works at home. I don't know that. I'm not the big a big Simpsons watcher. Are you not? But back in the day when I was like thirteen, and this it was is, on this BBC is a classic too. episode. Okay. This is like season six. Okay. Like first ten seasons of The Simpsons. Like really, really banging. Arguably like the best TV show ever, mm. I think. It's just so good. Mm. Um, but there's an episode. So what? Homer gets so fat that he works <laughs> at home. And basically, instead of him sitting there and pressing like yes on a computer, he presses Y. He has a little bird that like just goes like boop. <laughs> Like automatically goes down and presses the button for him. So I don't understand why they don't just like organize some little birds to press it in the right order <laughs> for well, them. They, I mean, they could organize. Or just organize something to press the buttons for them. Saeed would be able to sort that out. Saeed Put just create something. Michael was also a builder. Let's not lie. It. This is before he was a, a murderer. There are ways around it. Built. Let's put it that way. Yeah. No, that is true. Fair but, enough. You know, even I don't know. Like my first thought would be like. <laughs> If I'm doing it in a computer, why don't you just have the computer automatically do it? Yeah, but you've got to be be sure that that's going to work. It's, computers are probably more trustworthy than humans. I suppose. Well, you've got a program. Yeah, but that's a weird computer, that. It's an old school computer, isn't it? It's, uh, okay. It's old, man. I know it's old. That's, not, like, like... that's not the computer Homer was working with. He has something a bit more high tech. No, I'm he sure. didn't. He had a computer just like that. Really? That's why I think that's why it, oh, okay. like, it clicks with me because he's got it's one of those green computers. Yeah, it was like the show was in like the nineties. Yeah, to well. be fair, actually, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, I, I, I mean, I don't know what you're, why, no, it would make a boring show. <laughs> <laughs> is my answer to that. Okay. I, I'm just saying, yeah. I would have questioned it a bit more than they did. Fair enough. And for that, Rosinski and blokey bloke. Yeah. Idiots. Idiots. <laughs> Kelvin. His Kelvin. name is Kelvin Inman. He's at one point he's singing the um, you know, when he's uh, I think it's when he's pissed and he's like dangling the failsafe key and he's like, "Yep, this is another way out," and all that, all that foreshadowing, like he said. Yeah. Obviously, that's going to come back in later on. I think he's singing like the Iraqi national anthem, which obviously hints back to his ah. his story. Um, yeah, Kelvin Joe Inman. Well, he's called Kelvin here. He's called Joe Inman in uh, episodes uh, fourteen, one of them. Um. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's funny because it's like the first time Saeed's really down the hatch, um, like properly torturing Henry. Yes, is when we meet Kelvin, and it's crazy to think that the man he's speaking to in his flashback was like a resident of that hatch. Yeah, it's crazy. quite interesting. <laughs> you know, it's it's, it's weird. Like they planned it. Um, De- uh, Desmond follows he leaves for the first time in two years and he follows Kelvin uh, to the boat and blah 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 Desmond's pissed off they have a little scuffle when he kills Kelvin he kills him very easily yeah happens very quickly also gets a neck from around his neck very easily just a rip it's none of that oh god or awkwardly have to get it off yeah but anyway he, he runs and also well, rem- well remembered as well if I killed someone I would not think to do that stuff I think I don't plan to kill someone so I don't know I imagine you'd be more panicked. Desmond's Desmond's just a straight straight shooter, though, isn't he? He yeah. just gets on with it. I guess he was in the army as well. He was in the army. Well, anyway, one of my favourite scenes. Do we know why he got taken out of the well, army? Discharged. Yeah. Not yet. I'm not saying. Yet? I'm, I would never add the word yet to something. Hmm. Hmm. Um, he gets back to... Well, he we know he he disobeyed orders. That's all we know. Okay. Yeah, uh, he gets back to the hatch, and in one of my favourite scenes of the entire episode, uh, everything is going nuts. We've seen the scene before, really. You know, the hieroglyphics going up, but this time it goes further, and we see things start going towards the electromagnetic wall, uh, and eventually, boom, he shuts it down, and then it ties into an amazing scene, doesn't it, in the hatch between Locke and Desmond? Why did you come here? What? The island. When did you come here? How long ago? 60, 65 days. What was the date? What was the date? September 22nd. It was September 22nd. I think I crashed your plane. He's perusing the printouts from the Pearl. Yeah. And it's obviously, we learn it's an input. And you said this was going to come back, I think, at the time. You said, oh, these are obviously going to come back. He sees the all the times that the numbers have been input, but then he notices system failure, which is what the computer blares when it hits zero. And it was that time. And it was... The day the plane came down. Big revelation. That is a big revelation, yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not playing that down. I think that's huge. And I think you have predicted in the past that maybe the hatch and the electromagnets had something to do with bringing the plane down. Possibly. I think you did. Sounds like something I'd I remember say. thinking, may it's a massive season two finale moment. <laughs> and you've guessed it. Um, so it's the first time that the date that the plane went down has been named specifically in the show. 22nd of September 2004, which is the day the show began. Okay. 15 years 
ago this September. 15. Wow. Going to be writing some content out of that. (laughs) We will be celebrating. So, you know, Desmond is now convinced on the island that, uh, in the hatch in present time, that the, um, it's all real because he experienced what he experienced and him and Locke have locked out Echo from. Why doesn't he think that before? Why does he, why does he not remember that? I think he just didn't put two and two together. I think he just he just put two and two together. Oh, I guess he yeah, but surely he still knew that the hatch would go crazy, and that shit would be flying everywhere. Yeah, but I don't think he thought that it would go be mad enough to crash a freaking plane. Uh, yeah, good point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and then it does crash a plane. Oh, yeah, I can. Un- okay, there's I- some amazing uh, like. Don't look this up, by the way. Okay. Um, but there's some amazing like. Uh, as things happen in Lost, chronologically, things that are going on at the same time as it all, and it's like there's like 24 style split screen, and then it all, yeah. I love that shit. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you know. to Thank we you know. to whoever did that. Um, yeah, so Echo's, Echo's been locked out of the main hatch chamber, <laughs> um, and uh, he's trying he wants, to get in. He wants, he's trying to get in, he's trying to use dynamite, which is a fucking ridiculous. So he gets Charlie. Charlie. AKA giving him something to do in the finale. <laughs> giving, getting Charlie some screen time. But Echo and Charlie have had like a bit of... Yeah, they have had a relationship. And so it's it's okay. And it also leads to one of the finest lines of the episode. Not my favourite, but one of the finest ones when Echo runs out and says, do you know how they got the hatch door open? And Charlie says, well, I don't know, but if you hum it, I could probably play it. Yeah. <laughs> Very funny line from that Charlie. That. Line. Charlie's got a few funny lines in this episode, actually. Um... I actually quite like Charlie this episode, if I'm honest. For me, he's back. Okay. I don't I'm not sure if he was ever there, but yeah. Okay, for me he's better than ever in this episode. I think he's got a few good lines. He is just he's a he's a quipper, isn't he? Yeah, he's genuinely quite funny in this. I'm not sure mm, is he that funny? Well he's got that line's a very really good one. He's I, I still find him annoying. I'll just yeah, put it that way. Kind of annoying. But he, 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 yeah. He's a bit obsessed with Echo, isn't he? He's just looking for a father figure. Do you think? Yeah, he just wants some. He loves a priest protection as well, I think. Yeah, he wants to know he's going to heaven. Yeah, he does love that I, whole notion, doesn't he? We all do, really. Um, Locke is, uh, there's, between Locke and Desmond, there's some good references to. Uh, I was looking up to the to the comic, the graphic novel Watchmen, which is quite interesting because Damon's obviously a fan because he's now doing the HBO remix series. Right. Yeah. So it's an ep- the moment where Desmond says that we're all just in a bloody snow globe. He says, apparently, the snow globes are huge in Watchmen. I didn't know that. Yeah. Also, and that theory we were talking about ages ago <laughs> about that show where it's all in a snow globe. What saint is it? Saint elsewhere, or was it something else now? It was something. Oh, it was something, and we completely... Anyway, people know. If you've been listening along, you'll know. And I think it was St. Elsewhere, and I think the creator died two days ago, so rest in peace to him. R.I.P. R.I.P. St. Elsewhere guy. Um, he, uh, yeah, and there's also Locke, Locke says to Desmond, uh, not to Desmond, to Echo, we're puppets on a string or something, and apparently that's a line in Watchmen. So de- it's just I just like now that this year is the year that there's Damon Lindelof is bringing out his, his Watchmen series, and there are some references in this episode to... The show he will go on to do. I know. Incredible. Cool. Um, so Desmond doesn't want to... Um, he, he wants to push the button 
after he comes to this realisation that he caused a plane crash. Then Locke smashes the computer. Ah, Locke, what do you think about all this? Locke's having a bit of a mad one, isn't he? So what I like about Locke in this this episode is it actually really sets up his, and this isn't spoiling anything, but it sets up his future arc quite well. Locke is a character that goes on to do some questionable things in seasons to come. Just going to say that. Bits where you're like, uh, even as a fan of him, you're like, what are you doing? Just don't tell me what I can't do. He is a law unto himself from this moment onwards. Okay. Oh, I, 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 he could be dead after the whole hatch implosion. He's not dead. <laughs> I, fi- I figured <laughs> people in the hatch probably aren't dead yet. They're unaccounted for. They are. They, they Echo, are. Desmond, and Locke are unaccounted for, but yeah. we shall we shall get to that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could say Jack, Kate, and Sawyer unaccounted for, kind of. I mean, we still know. Well, you know, they're breathing. They are breathing. As far we know as we they're know. breathing. I mean, Desmond, like, come on, he turned that key. What the hell's happened to him? Yeah, good point. All these things have ramifications. Well, <laughs> I presume they do. <laughs> I also presume they're not dead. <laughs> Fair play. You'd be correct. Um, <laughs> I. Uh, the one thing that I like, lock two things that strike me about him here is he crashed, he smashed the computer. He's so sure, finally, that he has like, and he's so obsessed to have another purpose, to have another kind of like a quest. Yeah, exactly. Like, and his quest is now I'm not going to push the button. It's almost like a butterfly flying. He's like, oh, this one, oh, that one, oh, this one, oh, that one. Um, but when Echo actually does detonate the dynamite, and then Desmond's like, your friends just blew themselves up. Do you remember what he responds? No. He says, they're not my friend. Oh, they're not my friend. Harsh. That is big. Charlie and Echo, they could be dead for all he knows and he doesn't really care. It's quite he, telling. He's just lost the will to, to know, not to live, but the will to bother with other people. He being, he seems a bit lost. I think he's, he is just lost. Where he? Title of the show. Title of the show. He's the main character, obviously, that's why. But, well, I like that. I like you say that. But he's directionless. Hey, he has been directionless, but here he's almost not. But it's almost like, I think I know. The, when we see that Desmond crashed a plane, we that's to tell us viewers, this button is important. So we know that Locke's like, direction of, I'm not going to push the button, is incorrect at this stage. Yeah. So when he smashes the computer, you're like, oh dear God, shit's about to go down. Locke, what have you done? Um... And I like, I, I question Locke's kind of mentality behind all this. And I think it's it's vindicated really nicely in the flashback, or in the scene where Locke tells Desmond about banging on the door. Yeah. Really good scene. That is a good scene. And then we see that scene immortalised through Desmond's point of view. I think it's really lovely how they both kind of saved each other without realising it. But you completely see when Locke's delivering that speech about how he, you know, I was like, he says, I'm banging on that stupid door. It's probably just you going to the bathroom. And he talks about Boone. And you're like, yeah, do you know what? This is a guy who has blood on his hands. Yeah. I think it's a really good scene. A lot of guilt. A lot of guilt. Damon and Carlton can write Locke really well. I think he's, yeah, he's a really good character. So great. Probably. But we'll get on to speaking about the best characters of the season. But he's up there. Yeah, we will. We're going to tease a little future app, aren't we, later? Well, I thought we might talk about that this episode. I think we should save it for the recap. Okay, we'll talk. But we can talk about heroes and villains of the epi- of the finale, yes. obviously. Um, 
So yeah, I love also that my favourite scene in Deus Ex Machina, when he is at the end banging on the door, is is immortalised, it's revisited again. And I, I remember watching that and being, I think I cried. Do you ever worry that that takes away from that scene? I think there's a risk and I don't think it does. Okay. I think this scene, I think this, that's one of my favourite scenes in the episode as well. I think I'd need to re-watch Deus Ex Machina. Yeah. To see how I feel about it from that side. Okay. Because this, I, I thought it was good, but that was my thought was, oh, I wonder what that would be like watching that scene again. Will it take away knowing that there's just like Desmond down there turning on a light and looking up? You should, uh, I'm happy to rewatch the episode with you. I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> More than willing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I just, I, I love it. And also, I, I think if you buy Desmond's story, I think it does live up. It does um, have the same effect. Okay, good. Yeah, I think you'll agree, actually. All right. Because um, we know it's not Desmond going to the toilet. It's Desmond literally about to kill himself and being saved. Reading yeah. the letter from from Benny, thinking, I want to die, and then hearing Rock. Yeah. Yeah. But the one thing that it does make me think is, why does he seem so shocked when they all come down the hatch a few days later? <laughs> <laughs> He's like really like, ugh. But you, but surely he'd be like, uh, you'd be worried, but you'd be like, are you the guy who's banging on the hatch? You haven't, you yeah, know, exactly. You know. Anyway, we can think of it. Oh, another line that comes back. Yeah. The line about the snowman. Oh, we find out the answer to the to the code. Yeah, What? Is, wait, do we find out the answer? Yeah, because uh, Locke says, so what did one snowman say to the other snowman? Desmond's like, smells like carrots, brother. Uh, ah. Yeah. Is that the actual Which, answer, though? Well, I, I assume so, but I'm not being funny. If I went down that hatch and someone said to me, I would say, and this, I swear I knew this joke before I lost, I wouldn't say it because I've lost. It's a weird, like, loop. But I would say smells like carrots. And they'd be like, oh, okay, cool. Hey, how's it going, or whatever. But Locke was like, I don't know what you're talking about. But come on, mate, you must know the joke. I don't know that joke. Oh, I knew that joke. But I, I know don't it, believe I know you it did. As, I did. I... Mm. But I know the answer is, uh, can you smell carrots? I thought it was ice to meet you. Oh, that's, no. Oh, Jack. What, what do you mean, old Jack? No, that's a really bad joke. Ice to meet you. Yeah, I thought that was like, that was the cracker answer. Oh, dude, that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> that's a shit joke. Great. It's almost as bad as uh, Michael's joke. Remember in season one when he the sunburnt penguin or something? It's not my joke. Oh, it's your joke. Yeah, it is your joke. Still a good. It's still an okay pun. It's. All I was right. going to say good pun. It's not a good pun. It was an okay. <laughs> it pun. It was an okay pun. <laughs> Let's tie up the hatch stuff um, because, well, this is probably the last time we will talk about the hatch because, R.I.P. Hatch. It's all destroyed. Um. The magnets got so big. So yeah, it goes down to zero and then it all goes tits up. Well, Echo's still alive, isn't he? Yeah, so Echo is as alive. As we know. And Charlie. And then there's this final moment between Echo and Le- Locke when they look at each other and we see the timer crinkle into nothing. Yeah. All that time we spent looking at it. I know, it. and it's gone. I think the minute that goes, I'm like, oh, okay, catch is going kablooey. Yeah. Um, And Locke says three words that... Locke rarely says. Go on then. I was wrong. No shit, Sherlock. Um, but meanwhile, Desmond is... He's underground. He's underground. He's like, I'm gonna... I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do this. 
I'm going to do it. And he... He's going to sacrifice himself. Hell yeah. Some crazy scenes though, because everything is like flying towards the wall. Yeah. Darts, forks, weights, washing machines. Frying pans. Frying pans. Pots. Pots, pans, shelves. <laughs> Keys. Keys, I'm, I'm sure. Chains. Chains. Oh, the way that e- Echo Charlie. proves his point to Charlie by, by, by going... Belt. Yeah, by taking his belt off and throwing it. It's like, it's a really weird way to make a point. <laughs> if someone just pushed up against the wall and took my belt off, I would be worried. That's a TV way to make a point. It is that a is. TV way. Yeah, it is. And also, you didn't guess, you didn't re- pick up that the line that is repeated back. What second is it? line is when Locke's telling uh, Echo that he can't push the button. Echo repeats Locke's line to him, his mantra. He echoes his line. He echoes his line. Very good. Thank you. What is it? Don't tell me what I can't do. Is that? Oh, okay. Yeah. I forgot that. Yeah. Of course you did. I remembered a lot of other you stuff. You have. No, you have. You have indeed. Um, this isn't a test. <laughs> So he, t- he turns the key and what happens? And the whole, the the screen balance, the whiteness just goes kablooey. Oh, that's goes what nuts. happens. And yeah. we see everyone from different points of the island just... It's a, it's quite a funny way because you can imagine them feel it, filming it and, and nothing it- <laughs> happening. And all the guy, the cameraman's just like turning up the thing. It's <laughs> like, no, we're going to make it white, whiter, whiter, whiter. And they're just like, <laughs> We'll obviously talk about uh, the, the, the literally the others in a bit, but Henry makes a big return and him, Mark Emerson, he's like, <laughs> he's like got his hands against his face and he's just, he's, you can't imagine it just being normal and him just doing this weird I thing. wish, dear listener, you could have seen Jacob's face just then. <laughs> Maybe I'll put a video on Twitter. No, I don't think you should. <laughs> um, so yeah, that happens. And then we see old uh, Bernie. But- oh, Bernie makes a return. <laughs> they're just like, well, there aren't really enough characters on the beach right now. There's no one left. So who do we do? Oh, we've got Claire. Well, she can't be alone. She's not important enough. We couldn't make a deal out of showing Claire. Bring back Bernie just <laughs> out of nowhere. Not... Um, not Rose. Yeah, Rose is. Elle Scott Caldwell was busy. I read. She was. She was she's busy. busy. She, <laughs> she actually was. I read this. She was busy. Really. She had other shit to be doing now. Elle Scott. Bernie wasn't. Pardon. Bernie was about. Sam Anderson was like, but yeah, I'll be back. It for is that. a bit like, why is he hugging Claire? He's just trying to protect her from the crazy ultraviolet light. Why? <laughs> what is going on? That is quite funny. Actually, now you say that's quite odd. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then. The magnets go wild, and then we see the giant quarantine door fly onto the beach, um, which is quite funny. It's a, it's a sign. It's a great prop. Also, Su- Simon Pegg told me that he is obviously good friends with... Um, yeah, you've told us before, J.J. Abrams, he's got the quarantine door. You've told, told us you. before, man. Have I? Am I repeating my yeah, yeah. Oh, God. You think you're so cool? Oh, Look, no. me and my friend, Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg doesn't oh, know you. No, he ain't, he ain't he my friend. He didn't just text you. That's someone else. <laughs> <laughs> is my mum trying to find my Dharma key? Oh my god, no way. <laughs> my mum, I, I have the Dharma key. I have the failsafe key. I got it from some fan club kit years ago. I'm sure a listener out there also has one. I don't believe it until you show it to well, us. April, my mum has been looking for it high and low and she just can't find it. And I'm losing my mind because it's a really good piece of memorabilia. <laughs> anyway, it's not Would the you actual ever sell one. It? No. What if it was worth it? My mum jokes to me today that she did. 
What if it was worth like a grand? It would not be. Yeah, but you don't know. The lost fandom's pretty big. I'll have you know. Well, if if it was, then if anyone offers us a grand, <laughs> okay, like, would you say? No, wait, 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 wait. If anyone offers us hundred forty-two thousand dollars, hundred forty—that's your the money. Price. The money that Desmond asked for, Libby. You know what? I'll I'll accept half of that money because I feel like I'm getting the word out there. I don't think anyone would want my key. You don't know it's that an, it's the it's not the actual failsafe one, but it's a key. <laughs> it's <laughs> Is actually, it a homemade one. No, I it's. It's not homemade. It's real. You bought a key. I bought it. You bought a fake key to nothing. Yeah. Well, to the hatch. Yeah. But the hatch is destroyed now, so it's useless. Exactly. And it was only a prop <laughs> set. I would have loved to have worked in the hatch. Imagine Lily was really, she was like, oh my God, the hatch. When she was on Kimmel earlier this year. He was like, she was like, Ant-Man had some crazy sets, man. It was amazing. I've never seen anything like it. And Kimmel went, what, not even the hatch? <laughs> she was like... Oh god! They the did hatch. a real hatchet job on the house. Hey, God, what is up with you today? We're saying puns? jokes that I would usually say, and you go over what it. on earth? Um, that's the last we see of the hatch, and all we see is Charlie come out of the jungle, and he doesn't really seem surprised about Echo. And well, no, he seems surprised. He's like, they're not back yet. And it's like, dude, like, no, they were in the heart of that shit show. Yeah, Charlie. This annoyed me about Charlie because he does just come out of nowhere, just like. So, like anything happens, you know? Yeah. He just doesn't... I guess, you know, he's seen polar bears and he's done all this, but then he does... He just strolls out. All right, Claire. I mean, he did see a smoke monster earlier this season. And he's a bit deaf. Yeah. You, think, you would think he would make a bigger deal out of it. I do, and I think Claire would as well. Like, she does mention, she's like, the sky went weird colour and all that. Um, be serious, be serious. But surely you'd be like, Charlie, what was that? Oh, my God, everyone. What was that light in the sky? You would think everyone would be like, what the fuck just happened? No, everyone's Even, kind of everyone on the um, especially after all that acting they did. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Even everyone on the pier on the Palafery dock, are just like, okay, that happened. Let's move on. <laughs> I maybe they know what happened. That would be my what, the the others. Yeah, interesting. Um, potentially. Yeah, I'm only saying potentially. Now I think about it, probably not. Okay, that was a that was a theory you had, and you you threw out in. About 10 seconds. Yeah, well, the theory will get well, you can to... use this as a springboard. I don't mind that. Well, I want your theories soon. We'll get, yeah. Okay, well, what's your theories on the hatch? What happened? On the hatch? Yeah, oh, just what happened? I mean, I don't... I'm guessing that some... That the... Oh, it's really hard to articulate what happened. Because, oh, okay, so he does the failsafe key after all the magnets come colliding in. Obviously, they've been talking about the sickness for ages, so I imagine it's linked to that. So I imagine, in my mind, the button pressing was stopping whatever sickness it was getting out into the to the world of Lost, to the island. And so by stopping pressing the button, that's now released or something. Okay. Potentially. That would be my my theory. So I reckon everyone who's on the beach... No one's that important there right now. Yeah, it is literally Charlie and Claire holding the fort now. They, I imagine, well, I imagine, well, Claire won't get sick because she's been injecting herself. Mm-hmm. Charlie did one injection, as we learned, so yeah. maybe he won't, but who knows? You're really going with the sickness theory, aren't you? Oh, I th- they made such a fucking big deal out of it. But what about what about the wider ramifications of electromagnets? You know, we see at the end. So there's the going to be other scene. stuff crashing into the island potentially. Okay. 
that's okay. That's something tangible. What yeah. about what about the end, the final scene that you really don't like? Um, two guys, um, in the middle of nowhere, snowy landscape, playing chess. Jacob, I have no fucking idea about that scene. But but listen, they you can you can try and deduce something from the fact that well, they you go. Can deduce that they are obviously they're looking for some electromagnetic thing, and they and that it happened before. And then it happens because they before. go. Have we missed it again? So the other time they missed it must have been with the plane when that crashed. Okay, that would make sense. Okay, and then the time. Well, I just don't know how she would have figured out that they're looking. If they're looking for Desmond, why? Well, I get. Okay, this could have happened. Maybe when he got stuck on the island, it was because the button wasn't pressed a time before then. So then she managed to work out with all her money that at the same time as him going missing, there was a massive magnetic pull in the world. So she, they're looking for where that is. Okay. And they're trying to locate it. So they're trying to... Which would be, you know, a very weird... I, I don't know how she would have deduced that. Or surely she would have just been like, probably coincidence, happens quite a lot. <laughs> Or, like, why would she... I don't... I feel like she wouldn't be <laughs> on the phone to the electromagnetic man every time something goes <laughs> off. That would, <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, first thing in the... You know, she's, like, asleep, and then she answers the phone. It's like, electromagnetic man. Oh, it must be him. But would they say, I think we found it? It. Yeah, okay. Not him. Well, they don't know. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe they do know about the island. Okay, so when I first watched it, I was like... Oh, okay. Penny's been looking for Desmond. They've worked out there's an island. How would they have worked out there's an island? Yeah, but then I'm like, okay, we don't know that yet, but I'm sure we'll find that out down the line. I just can't see any reason that that. I just seems this is why you so don't like weird. It. This is why I don't like it because it just feels like I feel like where this where this is going right now in my mind is very. Is not where I want this show to go. <laughs> okay. I mean, it is the first scene that we've had in present time, not on the islands. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. And it's a big way to end a season with that in mind. Yes. Yeah, it is. I didn't think of it like that, actually. But yeah, I know what you're saying. So originally, it was meant to be those guys run it, bursting into a conference room or something with going, we found it, Mr. Widmore. And it was, it was Charles Widmore, her father. Played by Alan Dale, who's in everything. Okay. Um, I so, don't. I don't like where this is going. That's bad. That's like really like that's like deep impact style shit. I don't mm. like that. I prefer this. It's more personal. Oh no. I, okay. I don't like that. I really don't like that scene because that is like that's so cheesy. And by the numbers, man. That's not good. That's really terrible. It's like day after tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, I prefer this to that, but I still don't. I just don't like the implications of all this. Like how they would know where they are. I don't know. Well, I just like that Penny's clearly not giving up on Desmond because she loves him and that's nice. Because I'd like to think that if I went on a race around the world and I went missing, that my girlfriend would look for me. Okay, I want them to explain how they would know that they're looking for an electromagnetic pull <laughs> on an island. But this this is it. You've got to just assume that that's going to be addressed. I Okay, I do, but I just assume it's going to be weird. Okay, fair. And not, you have no faith then? I have no faith in that. That is like I've been. I've just been. I enjoyed the stuff on the island. I've been enjoying it. I've liked like the kind of like weird mystery stuff. Yeah. And now I think because it almost 
feels like it's trying to ground it in some sort of reality yeah. thing with you know trying to bring it the rest of the world in you know the last this is a very good point from me the last season finale it opened up the island quite a lot i feel like this one again has opened it beyond where it was that time as well you know you've got the stuff with jack and kate and everything and now you've got the rest of the world and you've opened it up even further and i think i was that feels almost like too much when there's so much going on the island and also it just i don't know i mean i told you after the episode i didn't think this one felt like a proper season finale mm. it felt more like it felt like a a mid-season finale. That's maybe. interesting to me because I don't think I think it feels quite like a like a season two finale. Do you? Yeah, I do. But then actually saying it in terms of like it opens up to the world, that bit feels like a finale. But that yeah. uh, that's why that bit it felt just a bit extra. Just you're a bit too worried much. that it's now going to be in the real world and the iron and stuff like that. I just want them to solve the the mystery. Look, I assure you, I want to know what's going on with the numbers. I assure you, we're sticking we're sticking with the iron. Don't worry, it's not going to just flip. To off island. I'm sure it's not. Okay. I just want to know what's happening. I want it to be. I want it to be some weird shit. Okay. I don't want it to be like, oh, it's kind. Of, you know, this electric magnetic pulse was doing blah blah blah. I don't want that. I want like there's like Egyptians and shit. Well, and the four toed. Oh my god. Thing. I love it. I like that. That yeah. was like that bit. That's the kind of thing where I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I want more of that. Because that is a big old foot. So Saeed and uh, Son and Jim. Is it weird I've kind of gone from this, I've gone from wanting all the science stuff to all the weird stuff. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're, you're, you've I'm become changing. Locke. But you don't have, but you become Locke, but without the faith. But he does lose faith, so maybe you are Locke. Anyway, we see a big old remnant of a statue, don't we? And side, side stirred by the fact that not just that the rest of the statue is missing, but that it has four toes. Oh, that is the line of the series for me. <laughs> I love that line. Naveen so, Andrews' delivery. Let's set the scene. Where are where are we? Who's on this boat, Jacob? So we're on the um, Sun, Jin and Saeed are going to... They've taken the Elizabeth, uh, Desmond's boat. Well, Libby's boat. They should go to Desmond. They've taken it to go to the camp that Michael uh, said the others were at when he was captured by them. So they can get the, the jump on them. And Michael is obviously going to be leading them there. But he's not. He's leading them somewhere else. Uh, but en route, they see a big old foot. <laughs> Line of the series, I love it. Yeah, the binoculars shot of the foot, I love it. It was my screensaver for ages. Oh, what the four toes? Yeah, <laughs> I absolutely adore it. Honestly, um, let's before we jump to the Michael stuff, I just want to say Widmore. Uh, the name has cropped up a few times. Um, Widmore Labs is on son's pregnancy test. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And uh we see Widmore in the background um outside um of the warehouse where Charlie is filming the nappy video. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean I say oh yeah, like I you did not I, notice that. I, I didn't notice that. I know I just I was remembering the, the nappy episode. video. Um okay, let's <laughs> talk about Michael. Um Oh god, Michael. So also wait, let's talk about um, Saeed and that lot. You yeah, I mean well that's go. that's kind of that's all kind of nothing. I know it's nothing. I just liked. I liked it. That's well, all. It's I a did. good. It's a good dynamic. Yeah, and I like how Sun makes sure she goes. Yeah, to me, no, it's sick. She's like, yeah, I'm going. I like that. I like that she's getting out there and adventuring now. I also like that Jin is like not shutting that down. 
Yeah. Even though she's pregnant and he has more reason to shut it down now than he ever did. Yeah. He's like, yeah, all right, cool. I don't know. I just liked it. I also like this. I like seeing. I like Saeed yeah. praying. We see Saeed praying, and we I like that because it remind. It just grounds these characters and their backgrounds and stuff like that. I really like that. We have in a finale. We have moment. We have room for moments like that. Well, so he just fucking goes for it, doesn't he? When he gets when they land, he's just sneaking like, around. The music. It's like Minder or something. <laughs> he's like running, yeah. running around. He's like James Bond going yeah. around there. So the hatch is nice, and it's and not a hatch. The hatch is not a hatch. Michael, uh, yeah, that is not a hatch, Michael. There are he, people guarding it, but it goes nowhere. But what were they guarding? It was just a, probably letting people believe that there was... I reckon that's an old hatch, and that it blew up like the hatch, the new, that our hatch. Oh, do you now? That's good. That's a good theory, isn't it? Oh. You like that, don't you? Yeah, I did like that. Also, well, the white stuff in the sky, I guess that could be like, this is going back to the sickness thing, it could be like a nuclear thing. Mm. Then that would be like I think I said before about like Fallout the game. Yeah, and it reminds me of that. You've Still drawn comparisons. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I reckon. Yeah, yeah. No, that's all. That, that's all I got to say about that. Cool. This is like nuclear warfare on this little island, and the others uh, are just very big island. Oh yeah, it's a big island. It's getting bigger all the time. It's getting got... bigger all the time. Got the big O. We do. We got the. We got that. We haven't seen that. Ship, ship in a long time. Charlie mentions it again. Name drops. Because that's obviously where the dynamite came from. Yep. Another finale, another expedition into uncertain territory. This time being led by Michael. Kate, Hurley and Sawyer do not know that Michael has been turned. Jack's been convinced by Sai that he has. On their way, they come across a big bird. That Hurley, the Hurley bird. It says <laughs> Hurley's bird. name. What does it? Or does it? That bird just say my name? Yeah, it did. Right before it crapped gold. I was not paying enough attention You're to like, what it was what? saying. <laughs> when Hurley said, did that just say my name? I was like, what the <laughs> hell? No, it didn't. So that same, bird. that same bird appeared in the season one finale. Did it? Did it say his name? We'll have to watch back, mate. I'm going to play it to you later. Great. Um, but but the whole point as well is that Michael fires his gun at it and realises, oh, no bullets. He's got no bullets. So then got no the game's up. Michael, Jack's like, okay, no, we're going to, I'm going to, we're going to have this showdown now. And they find out that Michael... It was, it's a big scene. Michael gives us this information up. Like, it's not easily, but it's easier than I thought it would be. We find it out early on. Yeah. They find it out early on. Jack just pushes him up against the tree and Michael just shits his pants. He does, yeah. Like, I thought I thought he would... I th- he could have kept that going. Yeah. Like, Jack. Jack's not that mean. He's not mean enough to keep he's it. He's quite up. angry though. He I know he's angry, but he's not like he's not a torturer. No. He doesn't like that stuff. Like I don't I feel like he would have given up the game sooner than Michael could have Michael could he could have let that hang on for, for a longer. Bit. Yeah. But then he tells him that he killed Anna Lucia in Libby and Hurley's like Whoa. This is the time where the, you know, Kate and Sawyer are like disturbed. Yeah. This guy and then Michael Well, they don't know him. They're like it's my son. Just like that's some kind of justification for what he's done. Is this after Sawyer kills someone? 
uh, this is, uh, yeah, because they get two of the others are following them. And Sawyer and Kate turn the tables, kill one, the other one gets away. Mm. And Jack's like, there's no point going after them because they know we're coming because Michael's bringing us. Yeah. Um, and then they get to the flumes. Well, Hurley wants to go home. And Jack's like, you can't. Interesting point about that is that um, Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cuse have been open about the fact that they originally wanted to see where Sawyer also wanted to go home because they think it was quite silly that he'd want to kind of go along with Michael after finding out what he did. But um, they just ran out of time. They couldn't add in scenes like that, but they wanted to. Because Sawyer enough. stays quite quiet about it and they say Sawyer probably wouldn't. He'd have like quite a lot of views on that. Yeah, I imagine he would have had a few. He doesn't have a very. He doesn't do much episode. I know he goes along with everyone, but he doesn't say much, do anything. Not much. No. I mean, he kills someone. He does. Good <laughs> shot. Not much else. Kate misses. Um, yeah, Kate's supposed to be the one who's good with a gun. Yeah. So he also realizes that when Jack said they got caught in a net, they actually got caught in a net. Yeah. <laughs> Quite funny. That's a funny scene. Yeah, it's good. The caught in a net stuff is really great. Um,. So they're walking, 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 and then they get to a mound of files and pneumatic tubes and blah, 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 they blah. They find Locke's map. They find Locke's map. They know where it comes to. It so goes nowhere. Turns out it goes nowhere. What do you think about that? The people in the Pearl were also being experimented on. Well, but it what? turns out that, knowing what we know now, that the swan was not, it was real. Right? So maybe the people in, I don't know. It was an experiment on them. On the people in the pearl. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I guess. The swan, you know, I, I get the sense that it was designed as an experiment, but then there was the incident, which uh, Marvin Candle talks about in the video, and they have to press the button every 108 minutes. Maybe the, he's not lying about that. Maybe he's not. and It just doesn't make any sense. It makes a lot of sense. Does it? To me. Ugh. Um. I like this scene because it all goes south very quickly. Sawyer gets shot by a dart, and then Hurley gets shot by a dart, and then McKay gets shot by a dart, and then Jack gets shot by a dart, and the others capture them. And it's like, oh, shit. They've been captured by the others. Boom. It's crazy. It all happens so quickly. And then, boom, we're on Pala Ferry. We're on the dock. And they're on their knees, and we see Tom without the beard. We see B, who's, who's Miss Cluck. So we're finding out names and all that, all that, all this and all that. With the others, right? We're learning more about them. And then the tugboat comes and who's in there? Henry. And he's like a leader, isn't he? Yeah. He's a leader. And he was sussing out the gang, I guess. Yeah. When he got captured by them. Yeah. Do you still think he was coming for Locke? I don't know who he was coming for. Well, anyway, what did we learn here? We learned Well, obviously he was coming for the three people who were there. Jack saw a Kate, maybe. Hurley. Well, you let Hurley go. Hurley said, like, your job is to literally walk back the way you came and tell people not to come and find us. I'd be like, why do you not want me? That's awful. Do you think there's a specific reason they want Jack and Kate? Do you think there's a specific reason they want Jack, Kate and Sawyer? Um, I'm sure there is. Because they're main characters. (laughs) (laughs) Apart from that. (laughs) Um, You idiot. Which list are they on? The naughty or nice? Oh, I don't know. I can't think right now. I'm struggling. There's just to so be honest, you have absolutely nothing to go There's on. There's so much information. You have nothing to go on. This episode does have a lot of information. 
Well, we uh, we learn. What do we learn about the others? We learn that they're kind of men, men and women of their word. They let Michael go. They give him the boat. They give him Walt. They give him some directions. The compass directions. Yeah, I would have no idea what to do there. I'd have been so lost. Same. How here. does Michael know? Michael knows, doesn't he? How? Oh, he's like construction man, and like so. <laughs> <laughs> Not like ah oh, okay. Anyway, but he says you can go. I'll get you'll get off this island, and you won't be able to come back when you leave. So they've learned all they know from Walt, all they need to know. Well, he says we got more than we bargained for, hinting that maybe they're done with Walt. What have they done to him? Tests. Maybe have they tried to extract his power? Superpower. Hard is it? Maybe he's not that powerful after all. But to me, when they say we've got more than we bargained for, it seems to be like they can't control him. Yeah. They just want that him he gone. He is really powerful. And they say, they say when you leave the island, you won't be able to get back. But if you do, like if you do tell people what happened, you'd have to tell people what you did and stuff like that. What do you think the future holds for Michael and Walt? Um, I imagine it's a guest role in season five. In what? How? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I, so cynical. I know. I don't know. I imagine... I hope they're gone. Well, they are. They're gone. They leave. <laughs> I hope they're gone for a long time. The way Walt's looking at... Uh, it's not really the reunion we were we thought it would be, right? No, it's not. I mean... It's quite disturbing, actually. Well, I imagine Walt probably knows kind of what happened. Potentially. The way well, he's, he's probably just like, my dad's such a traitor to my friends. Well, with the way he's like kneeling, like kneeling down looking at him with ga- like gags and stuff, Walt's probably like... Whoa, that's like the Dr. Jack and all that. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. they're his buddies and his dad's... Especially Hurley. He was quite close to Hurley, Walt. Yeah, but, also, like, you know, Walt looks like he hasn't been, like, physically harmed or anything. I know he was distressed, but he must be like, Christ, they're going to, like, kill... It looks like they're going to kill them. Yeah. It looks like it's going to be, you know, terrorist-style assassination-type thing. Yeah. I imagine it would be quite... You'd be like... Dad, what the hell? Especially yeah. if you're not that close to your dad, which he's not. Which he's not. He's almost been driven closer by being taken away from him. Yeah. In a weird way. Oh, I'm Michael, so glad Michael's gone, man. You hate I him. I really disliked him. I hope, you know, I, I, I do, part of me was like, I don't think they're really going to go. I don't think the others would let them go. But then when Henry does give that speech, Henry's just very convincing in everything he does. And he gives like, you know, who's going to believe you? Yeah. type thing. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, who who the fuck is going to be? I mean, it's a crazy story. <laughs> also, that if they do arrive back home, they'll be like heroes who survived Oceanic Flight 8115. Mm. 815. Interesting point, actually. You know, surely if you came back, people would be like, you'd be like a mini celebrity. It's an interesting point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Um, The bit when where he says, yep, yeah, walks in the boat, Bon voyage, he says, and the camera cuts to him. And when I first watched it, I was like, shit, he's not in there. There's someone who's just going to drive off with him. And I was like, oh my <laughs> God, he's been absolutely screwed. But no, there, he's in there. He's and in Michael there. finally gets an answer to his question. So in season one, in the finale, he says to the others, who are you people? And in this one, he says to Henry, who are you people? And Henry says, we're the good guys, Michael. Tenuous not, use of good guys. And also not convinced. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Michael says that we that he, I ask you not to hurt my friends, don't hurt them. And he says, yep, deal's a deal, we won't. They're going to come home with us. Home, where's home? That's not the big O. Or no. is it? Maybe it is. No. 
could be. Where? What? The big O around there in their little huts. Oh, the huts. Well, that's a home. I don't know. It seems like they have various homes. It feels like we're building to some like... He's a bit of like a Captain Kurtz character, isn't he, Henry? Colonel Kurtz. Colonel Kurtz. Yeah. He's a bit... So you're hoping we see more of him? Yeah. He's... Do you think we will? Yeah. Although you saying that makes me think we might not. Oh, don't let me sway, sway you. I don't know. Maybe there is a Colonel Kurt. Maybe there's a Colonel Kurtz he's obeying. That would make more sense. Someone in charge of him. There's someone in the jungle. Man in charge. Yeah. Um, you excited to see the Jack and Kate Sawyer? Like, what's going to happen next? Because, you know, they're, I, they're prisoners of the others. I am. I am excited. I thought that the scenes with them, you know, the expedition is good. It's fun. Like, it's just pacey. The whole episode is really pacey. Yeah. It's really good. Like, and then you've got the the Saeed stuff on the other side that lets you know something that's, like, really up. And then it happens. And you've got that really tense scene where they're all on the, the, the pier. They're all being bent down. They can't say anything. And you're just like, this is crazy. Are they going to die? They're apparently not going to die. You don't know why. We have no idea why. I don't know what they want with them. I'm really, like, I'm struggling. To be honest, you, you should have no idea, because it is, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, are they going to try and convert them into others as well? And try and, like, talk them around? Indoctrinate them. Are they going to take them to Kurtz and then, you know, yeah, indoctrinate them into this clan? Because maybe they're the strongest of the lot? Because mm. they're the leaders on the island and they only choose the best or something? The hostiles, as Desmond and Kelvin call them. Yeah, that would be weird. Then why wouldn't they want Locke? Why didn't they go for Locke? That's, good, good That's point. my main question. Yeah. I was going to ask you, are you surprised by that? Yeah. I am surprised by it. I think because he, you know, because he did say, like, I came for you, Locke. But maybe that was just him being just manipulative. Just trying to get into his mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, Henry's a bit like that. Is His name? His name's not Henry, is it? Well, Henry Gale's dead, so we don't know his name. We don't know new Henry Gale. It's a real name, do we? The artist formerly known as Henry Gale. <laughs> yeah. The artist formerly known as Henry Gow. The um uh the strings, the Gikino strings, like the sustained strings when they're having the the trumpets, when they're having the bags put over their head. I love mm. it. It's good. And the way Kate's looking at Jack and Jack's looking at Kate, but Sawyer's on his it's it's good. It is good. Some good shit to come. I'm hoping you like season three. Okay. Um Is there anything we haven't covered? We've actually covered everything. Um, apart from Number Watch. Go on then. <clears throat> Take a breath. Uh, Kate reads out one of the extracts of the notebooks from the uh, Pearl Station. She says, four o'clock, SR moves ping pong table again. 4.15, takes a shower. These are numbers. I, I know. Yeah. Because we're a number watch. It's true. The letters that Widmore withheld from Penelope show that the house number of her street address was... 23. While Desmond's return address was... 8? 42. Uh, Set yourself up for a big I fall saw there. the 23, though. Libby pays Des four bucks for coffee. Already had that one. Yeah, we have, actually. And Desmond asked for, it's 42,000, not 142. That would have been too steep. <laughs> 142 would have been a, would a lot. System failure occurred at 4.16, meaning that's when the plane crashed. But I'm sure a plane takes longer than a minute to crash. Wait, it crashed at 4.16? Yeah. What, the time? for? So it's been in the air for... It was in the air for eight, eight hours. hours. Number. Number one. 
Jack um, fires Porsche. I, that was a good one I worked out there. That was good. Thank well, you. I feel like we know now. The pilot told us that in episode one. All right. <laughs> Jack no, fires won't. four shots when, when, he's, when they're getting shot at with the darts into the, into the jungle. And this is the 48th and 49th episode, but we've covered that. Now, Oops. this is interesting. There's a deathcore <laughs> band called Vale of Maya. Uh, and they have a song named Namaste. As in Namaste from the yes. videos, in which the song's chorus has the lyric "Live together, die alone," which references this episode. And apparently, the song's breakdowns are also written in in key. The series is numbers four, eight, fifteen, sixteen, twenty, forty-two. Wow, that's dedication. That that's is. dedication that I am there for. I might even listen to a deathcore band. And the episode's called "Live Together, Die Alone." It is indeed, which is a quote from, from two former Lost episodes. One by Jack in White Rabbit and another by Kate in the season premiere of season two. Man of science, man of faith. Jack, hero and villain of the week because we are going to do a season roundup episode, aren't we? We're going to do a season review. We will. We've ranked the episodes. We're going to do an episode r- ranking. We will go through our quotes of the of the season. You can our, do quotes. Yeah, okay, I will. I will Scenes. do. I will rate the episodes. We can talk about our favorite moments, our least favorite moments, our favorite characters, our least favorite characters, all in a whole episode talking about season two to come from the Lost Boys. Until then, my hero of the week is Desmond. Oh hell, yes! Of course, it's Desmond. Hell yes! What a boy! What a boy! He sacrifices himself because he thinks he can save everyone. Yeah, he has a very attractive woman waiting for him. He is. It's a win-win. He does, yes. And he still sacrifices himself knowing that. Having opened the letter. He's just a hero. He just, for the greater good, that man. He's just a hero. He's the hero of the week. He's the hero of the week. Villain of the week. Three, two, one. Michael. Where were you? Oh, I forgot. I didn't know who I was going to say. Oh, really? I was going to say Henry. Oh, I don't think Henry because he's actually, he, he gives he Walt back. Go. <laughs> <laughs> he literally gives Walt back to good. to Michael. Michael is the villain of the week. Oh, he's absolutely the villain of the week. He yeah. is, 100%. Prickhead. He's not had a good season. It's funny. I really want to talk to Harold Perrineau about his character's trajectory. I'm actually... I'm going to try and lock some time down with some people. Because I've got questions. <laughs> so I'm going to... We Believe me, I've got questions too. And if you've still got questions, then fuck me. <laughs> then we may as well just stop now. Yeah. Yeah. We are going to do, as we said, a season roundup, which I can't wait to do. Um, just looking back and all that. But in terms of this is a finale, I know you were ultimately disappointed with the ending, no, I but didn't. with the episode in, uh, as a whole, you were a fan. I am a fan of the episode. Yeah. I really like the episode, apart from that one bit, as yeah. I said. It's just that one bit wasn't the biggest fan of, but the rest of it, I think, is pretty banging. I think it's like, you know, it's great. It's very, it's just, like, as I said, Pacey, just there's a lot going on. There's some really, it still makes time for those little nice moments of, talking about getting caught in the net or yeah. something like that. You know, you have Hurley, give, you know, acting really well. Giving, yeah, you know, for the first time, I, he's super impressive when he's realising that when that penny drops about Libby, about Libby and, and Alucia. Yeah. 
And when he get, gets asked to run home, it's just like, yeah, I completely get it. Like, I, I love when he has that moment where he looks at Jack and he's like trying to look for that acknowledge you know that, that affirmation of yeah you can do it even though it's like well what's jack gonna do yeah but i like, love that when he looks at jack it's funny. he's angry with jack as well for leading them without telling them that mike that he knew that michael was leading them into a trap yeah it's it's funny that they all see each other as friends and then locks like no friends i feel like they, the word friends gets thrown around a fair bit actually yeah because he, does walt say oh something about my friends i feel like someone does Oh, Michael does. He goes, my friends. Uh, mm. You were promised you wouldn't hurt them. They are not your friends. Mate. They are not your mates. It's funny because... Mates no more. Because Locke says they're not my friends, but they are his friends. But, uh, yeah, and Michael, but Michael says, the one who's literally handed them over to the enemy... Says they are his says friends. my friends. But they're not his friends. Absolutely. Wow. Wow. That is, that is, that is great character writing. I really mm. can't wait for, uh, if I was you, for Locke to find out what's happened with Michael and Walt and stuff. I don't know what's going to Because there's a lot of stuff that needs to be communicated here. Anyway. I would like to thank everyone for listening this season, as we always do. But we are now at the end of the season. So thank you. Thank you very much. It's been a real joy. It's been a real joy. And I can't wait to get cracking with season three. Neither with you. Uh, we're going to be waiting a little bit, but more on details on when we'll be back in the roundup episode of season two, which is coming at you very soon. Um, where can people find us? They can find us at Lost Boys Pod. You're on Jack J. Shepherd. You're on Jacob underscore Scott Stoll. Correct. Um, and uh, we are the Lost Boys. This has been season two. Thank you for listening. And we are the good guys. Are we? We're the good guys. I've become asking you, are we? We're the good guys. Of course we are. We're friends. <laughs> See ya. Season two out. Hello. Miss Whitmore. Yes. It's us. I think we found it. 